Today, bombshell evidence has dropped on the Biden crime family. What happens next? Adam Schiff is censured by the House for his lies on the Russian collusion hoax. And Rachel Levine really, really wants to trans the kids. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and today House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Jason Smith released five previously secret documents that revealed the shocking evidence from two IRS whistleblowers who accused the DOJ of interfering in the Hunter Biden IRS tax investigation. According to IRS supervisory agent Gary Shapley, the DOJ engaged in massive interference to cover for the president's criminal son, including tipping off Hunter Biden about a search of his storage unit, prohibiting investigators from executing a warrant on Joe Biden's guest house and repeatedly prohibiting charges from being brought against Hunter Biden. They also had evidence that then-Vice President Joe Biden met with Hunter's Chinese business partners, something that Joe has denied repeatedly. From the documents themselves, the investigation into Hunter Biden, codenamed Sportsman, was first opened in 2018 as an offshoot of an investigation the IRS was conducting into a foreign-based amateur online pornography platform. In October 2019, the FBI became aware that Hunter Biden's laptop was at a repair shop and might contain evidence of a crime. The FBI verified its authenticity in November of 2019 by matching the device number to Hunter's Apple iCloud ID. The FBI notified the IRS of the possibility of tax crimes and a search warrant was issued. I cannot stress this enough. The FBI verified the authenticity of Hunter Biden's laptop in November of 2019 but it didn't stop them from actively engaging in suppression of the story by going to social media companies like Facebook and Twitter and all the others and warning them about potential Russian disinformation because they knew the contents would leak before the 2020 presidential election. Now, in early 2020, numerous probable cause affidavits for Hunter Biden's search warrants were drafted in three states and Washington, D.C. But as soon as Joe Biden became the presumptive Democrat nominee, officials dragged their feet. In September of 2020, just months before the election, Assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf told IRS investigators that there was more than enough probable cause for a physical search warrant of Joe Biden's guest house where Hunter was residing, but warned of optics being a factor. Wolf told investigators, there is no way we will get that approved. On September 3rd of 2020, Wolf stated that the search warrant for Blue Star Strategies, one of the firms the Bidens allegedly used to funnel in money, was being sat on. In other words, the DOJ had refused to authorize the subpoena, rendering the investigation dead. On September 4th of 2020, the Deputy Attorney General issued a cease and desist of all investigative activities into Hunter Biden due to the upcoming election. Gosh, that sounds like meddling and interference in the United States presidential election to me. In October 2020, IRS investigators assigned to this investigation were obstructed from seeing all of the available evidence by the FBI, who refused to provide them the full contents of the laptop. Shapley noted in his affidavit that the decision was unprecedented in his experience. In December of 2020, IRS criminal investigators prepared an affidavit for a search warrant on a storage unit Hunter Biden used to hide his business records. U.S. Attorney Wolf objected to the move, and after she was overruled, she alerted Hunter Biden's defense counsel so they had enough time to destroy or move the evidence. 
again in December of 2020, investigators interviewed Hunter's business partner, Rob Walker. Prior to the interview, investigators discussed plans to ask Walker about the meaning of Hunter's infamous 10% for the big guy email. Wolf interjected that she did not want to ask questions about dad and perhaps the biggest bombshell of all, tying the current president of the United States in a pay-to-play bribery scheme and influence peddling. The investigators were in possession of a WhatsApp message from 2017 between Hunter Biden and his Chinese business partner, Henry Zhao, where Hunter writes... I am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Record-setting levels of deep state corruption. That is absolutely clear to see. But do enough congressional members have the balls to do something about it? Because if just a fraction of these allegations are true, impeach all the bastards. Biden, Merrick Garland, Chris Wray, all of them. And then take a match, set the entire bureaucracy on fire, and burn it all to the ground. Here to discuss this and more, we have Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, and of course, Blake Cresses. He is the co-host of the KGB show. He is, of course, the B. So true. So happy to be back. It's good <laughs> to see you again, as always. Glad Sarah. to have you guys. Um, now, Jason, I, I want to apologize, first of all, because... Jason was on the show. He happened to already be on the show today. And when all of this news dropped, I was like, read the whole thing. So 212 pages later, Jason is the only one, I think, at this (laughs) table who has actually read through all of the documents. Um, I read through a bunch of the uh, the testimony, um, but you read through all of it. Yeah, you covered a lot just now. Yeah, I mean, lots of information. I'm sure my producer is in the control room right now going, <laughs> yeah, she did. She sent me a lot today. Thanks a lot, Sarah. <laughs> um, I don't even really know where to start. I mean, I guess the, the big headline should be that there's no question at all. Biden's Department of Justice mm-hmm. completely ran cover and shut down this investigation. Um, some things that, I mean, you, you pretty much laid out, I think, the big stuff, but I mean, um, there were just other shocking things that we kind of knew about or heard like maybe unnamed sources had talked about certain of these things. But the whistleblower, who is the main investigator on, on this you know, IRS tax team, um, he goes into detail how Hunter Biden evaded taxes. He goes into detail how Burisma paid them money. Uh, it was like up to, up to like a million dollars or whatever a year. Um, how he would pay them in incremental payments to one of their LLCs or one of their random companies. And then Hunter Biden would then turn around and say, oh, that's just a loan. Oh, that's just a loan. Oh, that payment's just a loan. And he did that so they wouldn't have to uh, pay uh, taxes on them. Well, I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, it came out that uh, Hunter Biden's, uh, I think either his accountant or lawyer, I can't remember who it was, said, hey, this $400,000, you really needed to, cl- to declare that so that we can mm-hmm. you know, put it on your taxes. To this day, he has never declared it. We don't know what the substance of that $400,000 was, why it was paid, uh, what he did with that money, to this day we do not know. And he never paid taxes for it. Uh, why, can we do something now? Well, no, 
because Biden's DOJ shut the investigation or stalled the investigation. So the statute of limitations is now out. Yeah. So it was there was it was a U.S. attorney in California, a U.S. attorney in the District of Columbia, and this is a really good point. Um, they shut the, the, those cases down, so we can't do anything about them. Well, if you remember, uh, Attorney General Garland went in front of the Senate in testimony, mm-hmm. and he said, "Hey, DOJ is completely unbiased. Uh, the uh, attorney in Delaware has full authority. He can make these requests. He can do all of this stuff." That was a direct lie. I, I can't remember who it was, maybe to Grassley. I can't remember. It was a direct lie to the Senate. Mm. So, yeah, I, there, there's grounds for impeachment on this. There's grounds for a whole lot of crap off of this. I don't, I'm going to hand it to you because I can go all day. But, I mean, there's just a ton to talk about. I mean, the, the most important thing to me that I witness is it's beyond just Biden's Department of, Just, of Justice. I mean, the entrenched bureaucracy, as we saw, as Sarah said, it goes back all the way to 2019 when they had confirmed the authenticity of Hunter Biden's laptop. But this stuff gets covered up and the FBI colludes with Twitter and Facebook to suppress this information and to meddle in the election and in, in turn sway the election. And thanks to YouTube's new CEO, I can say the election was entirely stolen in this is the evidence for that. Now, Trump's leading can point... Can we say that? Yeah, we can. That was their, that was their new... I guess uh, I'm about they, to find yeah, out. They updated their YouTube terms of service, of service. You can now say that the election, the 2020 election at least, was stolen. But uh, And this is proven with this and, and the Hunter Biden laptop situation. But, uh, you know, Trump's leading talking point in 2016 was draining the swamp. Now, obviously, and look, I love my boy Trump, but you got to criticize him where it's due. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wasn't able to get this done clearly. And it shows in this exact situation how little power the president of the United States actually has in regards to what's happening at the FBI and the Department of Justice. Now, hopefully, unfortunately, we as conservatives, we don't really control any mainstream media. Few people are going to hear about this story besides those who watch Blaze TV. But, you know, CNN's not going to be covering this. Uh, Even Fox News probably not really going to be covering this. But hopefully when Trump's on that debate stage, he can use this to show, because I think as opposed to 2016 where it's drained the the swamp, now it's there's political persecution in all levels of government. I mean, we just saw in Pennsylvania this uh, Christian man getting arrested at a gay pride rally. Um, So I think that's going to be his main talking point, and he can show how the two-tier justice system in America really exists, how there's essentially liberal privilege or democratic privilege when it comes to uh, justice being served. You know what what really pisses me off as I was reading through this? I'm just now remembering this because this is just a whirlwind of information. <laughs> but all the things that we've been ta- asking questions about for how many years have we been done Biden, Ukraine chalkboards? Mm-hmm. Tons of those things, like 10 held by H for the big guy. Yep. Yep. They specifically had that as something they wanted to investigate. Yep. But again, this uh, you, you mentioned that uh, assistant U.S. attorney yes. Wolf. Yes. She's a weird cat in this entire thing. She is. Because at some points it almost sounds like she's for the investigation, but then she would come right back around later and say, oh, no, we're not doing that. Oh, no, we can't do that. Multiple, multiple times. I think she was listed, because I, I did a, like, control F of her name. She's mentioned, like, over 50 times in, in this report. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's, like, grilled all through it. And usually, it's to tell them what they can't do. And she specifically said, look, I do not want to ask any questions about, quote, unquote, dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They didn't want anything going towards Joe Biden. Do not ask questions about the big guy. She told them not to go there. And, and, and this, is, this is also really weird, too, because I'm a big, you know, uh, criticizer of the FBI. Mm-hmm. It almost, and, and, and there is parts like, it, it, they are shady, but like when you pointed out back in 2019, they had already authenticated the, the laptop. Yeah. We wouldn't hear about it until, what, 2020, yeah. October 2020, something like that. So that was, 
everyone knew this. That was not uh, uh, misinformation. Mm-hmm. But um, where was I going with this? Oh, but the but um, but the both the FBI and the uh, uh, the members of the IRS, they were like, "What are you talking about? Like, there are significant national security concerns." Mm-hmm. That uh, that that text message, which I actually think was a WhatsApp message. Yes. Um, they were like, "Hey, they, these are Chinese Communist Party officials. They're affiliated with them." There's the, uh, both the FBI and IRS brought up FARA. They brought up quote, other national security concerns. They were worried about this, mm-hmm. but it got shut down. This is crazy. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the Delaware uh, a, a, a attorney that Garland said had all the authority here, Weiss, he um, wanted to go, uh, and multiple of them wanted to go after multiple felony charges. Mm-hmm. Well, as all of the statute of limitations started dropping off and they couldn't do certain things and they were just getting stonewalled, why said, okay, well, now we need a special, uh, special counsel to go after some of these things that now we, I, I don't have the authority to do. Biden's DOG turned him down for the special counsel. Of course. That right there is impeachable right there. There's conflicts of interest all over the place. This is, this is nuts, Sarah. So I, I want to I read something else that I, I, don't, I don't have the graphic here. Um, but when the FBI, well, first of all, Shapely, the whistleblower, says that the FBI tipped off the transition team about the investigation. Um, But also in an exchange between uh, the FBI and an FBI agent who was interviewing uh, and asking questions of Rob Walker, who is Hunter Biden's business associate. It says the FBI agent questioned any times when he was in office or did you hear Hunter Biden say that he was setting up a meeting with his dad with them? your associates, while dad was still in office. Walker answered yes. It says, and inexplicably, the FBI agent changed the subject. Yeah. They knew all of this the entire time. They just needed to cover for Joe Biden. So, Jason, I want to clarify something that you said when you were talking about how, because how far back does does the tax stuff go, like 2014? 2014. So when you say Biden's DOJ, you're talking about Vice President Biden? Uh, yeah. Well, well I mean, even then, for sure. Right. But I mean, but but the rot goes all the way through. Yeah. I well, mean, I, well, I know, but I just meant a- it started when he was vice president mm-hmm. was like how long it's gone. It's gone back. Yeah. Then somehow to Blake's point, while somehow, he was the point man for uh, for uh, Ukraine and this. Right. Stuff right. Was going exactly. On. Exactly. Right. And then somehow Trump goes through four years in office and has no idea that any of this is going on. I mean, and again, like, that's not even necessarily a criticism of Trump as it is. How bloated does your bureaucracy have to be if all of these high-level corrupt things are happening within the FBI, within the DOJ, within, like, the highest, you know, law enforcement agencies in the country, and the president, who you would think would be, I mean, he seemed to know that there were corrupt things going on, and he still he still couldn't find this out. I mean, that is that's why I say like I don't see any other solution other than to burn it all to the freaking ground. How else are you gonna How are you gonna root out all of these bad actors? It sounds like there there are more bad actors than not. Um, I want to play uh, Joe Biden leaving a press conference and being asked by reporters about uh, you know all of these new revelations. He. He goes really quick for a 250-year-old man, watch. Mr. President, what's your response to Republicans who say your son got special treatment? Do we have a two-tier system of justice? 
It's fascinating. Today, when he was being asked questions mm-hmm. he didn't want to answer, he wasn't, he wasn't unclear on where the exit was, which it <laughs> yeah. usually is. He's like, uh, huh? Huh? No, he, he knew exactly where he was going, and he uh, ducked and covered. When you, said, when you mentioned that, uh, that they tipped off the, uh, the uh, um, not raid, but they tipped off that they were going to come yeah. and look through his stuff, um, th- th- just that right there is insane. So what, what, what happened was the DOJ notified his Secret Service detail. So obviously the Secret Service detail immediately informed Hunter Biden. And so what did Hunter Biden do? He just didn't show up. And he had someone, I, I, I think it was his lawyer, say, hey, you can talk to us if you want to talk about any of this stuff with Hunter Biden. Now, just compare that with how the, what the DOJ did to Trump at Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. This time it was ran straight from the DOJ. The DOJ got special permission from the Biden and White White House to give the go-ahead for the FBI to raid. Now, they obviously did not inform the Secret Service. If they would have, the Secret Service would, would have said, uh, excuse me, sir, uh, you know, we're about to get raided by the FBI as per their job. And then who knows what Trump could have done at that point. But that's why they didn't tell them. Yeah. The reason it was foiled in the first place was so that Hunter would not have face-to-face conversations with these investigators. So, Blake, try this on for size, okay? Okay. Um, this makes now two presidential elections mm-hmm. that are being meddled with and interfered with by the deep state. Because the last one, you had the deep state running cover to get a certain nominee. This one, you have the deep state being weaponized against a particular yeah. candidate in order for uh, you know an outcome to be had, but it's very frightening that it seems to be uh, that everything like this all of this is just an illusion. We're all being controlled by the higher ups. For sure, you know when this news first broke a couple of days ago about Hunter Biden finally. Um, seeing some form of justice for these little, these small little tax crimes when, of course, everybody saw what was on his computer, lots of more disgusting stuff going on there. But uh, when I first heard about this, I initially thought, well, this is something I feel that they have to do, okay, to sort of at least give the DOJ some semblance of, uh, of non-bias, right? Because they're going after Trump, they're indicting him on 36 counts of everything, they're trying to have him spend the rest of his life in jail. And it's pretty clear, and most Americans understand that this is pure political weaponization. So <laughs> when I first saw this, I thought, okay, they're trying to play coy. They're like, oh look, we're investigating Hunter too. All right, not, it's not so bad, it's not so bad. But of course, thank the Lord for this whistleblower who's coming out and revealing and, uh, and exposing the full reality of this situation and just how deep uh, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's crimes really go. And and by the way, and by the way, do you have something quick? <laughs> What's okay. my name? Okay, well, let, <laughs> if you want to talk about it. Let's go ahead and take a, a work. We'll take a quick break, and I want to let you um, get your thought in here, Jason. But I do want to add to that particular issue, Blake, with Hunter Biden coming to this uh, plea deal. Mm-hmm. The judge still does have the ability to reject the deal mm, if the true. judge sees all of this new information. Perhaps thinks maybe this this should not be a deal that we accept because of all of the you know interference. So we'll see, Jason. I'll let you continue your point after the break. But uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Jace Medical. So I want to tell you about a new product coming from Jace Medical. This is of course the same company that brings you the Jace case. It's called Jace Daily, and it is for any of you who have a you know you take a daily prescription. Okay, what you don't think about is that you need a backup 
of your supply in case of emergency, in case you know, you're traveling, uh, in case of medicine shortages. You never know what you might need these for. They have uh, medications like cholesterol, diabetes, heart health, blood pressure, mental health, and more. And they are going to give you a 12-month backup supply. This is the ultimate must-buy-in for family preparedness. Uh, your order is reviewed by a certified healthcare professional, and they're going to deliver it directly to your door. Here's the thing. Um, not only is it going to be there in case of supply chain issues and, and things like that, which we found out the hard way uh, during COVID. Here's the thing. It's also for all of you busy parents. Maybe you're a mom like me and you know you or your family member. You take a daily prescription and you're like, I don't have time to constantly be going to the pharmacy and picking these things up. Make sure you are prepared over at jacemedical.com. You can enter code NEWS at checkout for a discount on your order. That is J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code NEWS. Jason, your closing thoughts on uh, Or I don't know, it might not be your closing thoughts. Well, this is, so you guys are talking about the deep state, and this is how screwed we are. This is how they attack us, right? Mm -hmm. They'll go after President Trump. Mm -hmm. They'll leak from the very top. They'll send leaks from the FBI, the CIA. Um, they'll do back channels through the media. Um, make sure that you've convicted this person that they're trying to convict in the court of public opinion first. Then they'll go after the using the deep state. They'll go through the DOJ, the FBI. Then they'll raid your home. They'll take all those measures based off of a bunch of bull <laughs> And then that's how they come after us and shut us down. Now our side. We don't even have that. We, don't, we, can, we couldn't even, there's no way that we have those resources. We have to have someone come out in danger to his job, and, and, mm -hmm. and the deep state knows this. They know that mm -hmm. just on the threat of them getting fired or persecuted, which the whistleblowers did, mm -hmm. they all got taken off the, uh, off the, the investigation, who knows what happens to him now? Like, I would not be surprised later if they say, oh, well, he divulged this information, so now we're going to, you know, criminally go after him as well. But Fourth, from the threat of, of their job, they're having to go through this process to be a whistleblower. That is nuts. And that is the only way we're getting answers to stuff, questions that we've been asking since 2016, yeah. something like that. It's just not to be a Debbie Downer and just, just uh, you, know, you know, depress anyone, <laughs> but that's what we face. And that's what has to be torn down in 2024. I guess the question then, and I think the frustration of so many people is, how do we even know that we can do that? Because if you believe, like, say what Blake said earlier, which is if you believe that perhaps it wasn't the safest and most secure election of all time in 2020, <laughs> how, how do you prevent that from happening the next time around, right? Like, how do we even know that we're going to get a fair shake in 2024 to be able to fix all of these things? You well, it's like, and we won't. I mean... It was over in 2022 when we lost Arizona, Philadelphia, I mean, sorry, Pennsylvania and Georgia. I mean, well, actually, no, we got the governorship in Georgia. But yeah, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania and Arizona, those states, very integral. Uh, we lost the governorship there. So the voting laws are only going to get worse and we really don't have a chance. I mean, not to be blackpilling or anything. <laughs> you guys are really depressing. Look, it's the state of the country. You got to be honest about it. Well, what to can take we it, do? Yeah, I mean, seriously, though, to take it one step further. I mean, th there's no fixing it because... We talk about the deep state and how it's operating. The only other option is escalation. Right. So does the other side starts playing by the same tricks? You're already talking about mass, you know, uh, ballot harvesting stuff like no. that. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about writing laws or like taking that taking that back. We're talking about doubling down on it. Yeah. 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 So where does this end up in 
10 years from now? Right. How do our elections look? Right. Like Belarus or something like that? <laughs> ah. Right. Um, so I want to, uh, to switch gears here and um, cover uh, Adam Schiff being censured in the House for his Russian collusion hoax. This is, of course, a measure that was brought forth by a friend of the, pro- friend of the program, Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna, who uh, brought it. Up, I know, Jason's a big fan. Big fan. Her. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, she brought it up previously, and uh, she tweaked the wording a little bit to satisfy Thomas Massey and some others. And the, the vote, the vote broke down along party lines yesterday with 212 Republicans in favor and 208 Democrats opposed. Uh, four members of the GOP simply voted present. And I want to play the moment that uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced that Adam Schiff was being censored and how the Democrats reacted. Watch. On this vote, the A's are 213 and the nays are 209. With six answering present, the resolution adopted. Without objection, the motion to consider is laid on the table. Um, I sh- they were saying shame for those of you who did. I guess that's the new Democrat thing to do um, is yell shame. I think it's shameful that they would be defending Adam Schiff for the clear lies that he promoted and the um, the way that he used his office and his uh, committee ranking to pretend as if he had access to informa- privileged information uh, linking Donald Trump to a Russian, you know, uh, collusion when he just completely made it up. I want to play one more clip here. This is Democrat Congressman Benny Thomas, who uh, spoke before the, the House voted and told Republicans that he was like, Adam Schiff is everything you want to be. Watch. These attempts to censor Adam have been orchestrated to distract, but no one is fooled. Extreme mega Republicans are targeting Adam because he's everything they wish they could be. He's tough, he's principled, and he's effective. <laughs> no, look, he's got a point, all right? Not about tough and principled. He's not but tough. Every, everything we wish we could be, I mean, we wish we could make up complete lies about our opponents. I'm ready to fight be fire effective with fire. enough yeah. to get them impeached in the end. Yeah. I mean, I, I, look, I wish the Republican Party could work that hard, but we're uh, we're principled, we're moral, and all that I, stuff that loses us. I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you, Blake. In fact, we were uh, talking on the program yesterday about Adam Schiff, um, and he made a comment that he was effective. Yeah. Yeah. And we said, yeah, you are effective. I do, wi- I do wish that our party could be as effective as you guys, because you just literally lied to the American public, and the mainstream media outlets cover it like it's true, and you just get away with it. So, like, I, actually, I do wish that we had that privilege. And yeah. They're so smug, and they're so cavalier mm-hmm. about it. They can get away with anything. I mean, mm-hmm. how, much of a, how much of a pain is this really towards Adam Schiff or yeah. to the Democratic Party in general? They did their job. You know, it worked. Yep. Yep. And, and now we're, we're more divided than ever. We're more separated in our silos than ever. Mm-hmm. So they can say these things about Adam Schiff. Even though every single person on that floor that was shouting shame, no, he lied through his butt. They, they all know that. But it doesn't matter. When, when, when Adam Schiff made those comments, he was like, yeah, it was effective. You know, he's like sitting back like he was the OG, you know, a little smirk on his face. Yeah, you did your operation. You did it well. I mean, they all lied, too. All those Democrats lied along with him. A lot of Democrats, regular Democratic voters to this day, still believe that Donald Trump is like a Russian yeah. spy or a Russian agent and yeah. all this nonsense. Um and they, they and they can. No one's gonna 
no uh, mainstream media sources are going to call them out or admit that they lied to the American people, that three years of the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax was all false and a money grab and a power grab. And then, and then what did you see on that count? Every single one of them was united behind that. Mm-hmm. No, there was no dissenters. Mm-hmm. Look, look at that. They're, they're all in lockstep. But what do you see from the Republican yep. side? Yep. That is pathetic GOP. Yep. Absolutely pathetic. You suck at this. I totally agree. Good gosh. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back with more, but we want to thank our sponsor, Pure Health. So if you are suffering from low energy, brain fog, or you know maybe you got some unexplained extra flab on your body, the problem actually could be your liver. You might not know it, but your liver is the foundation for good health. It actually performs more than 500 key functions in your body, like filtering toxins, breaking down nutrients, and keeping your cholesterol in check. But... We kind of abuse our livers, and over time, it can start to wear down. Some more than others. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to, like, everyone's looking at me, and I don't know why. (laughs) So if you get, like, maybe energy crashes, you got some belly fat, maybe you have trouble with memory and concentration, there is a simple solution. It's called Liver Health Formula. It contains 11 really powerful herbs and nutrients clinically proven to recharge and revitalize your liver. It also helps protect against fatty liver, which is a silent epidemic affecting 100 million Americans. It's manufactured right here in the USA. And as a listener of this show, you can try Liver Health Formula and receive a free bottle of blood sugar formula to reduce sugar cravings when you order today, you can go to getliverhelp.com slash news. Get that free bonus gift while you still can. That is getliverhelp.com slash news. Rachel Levine, who is the Assistant Secretary of Health, spoke yesterday at an event hosted by the U.S. Department of Education, and she <laughs> told educators once again, she, I mean, like, well, I keep saying she, it's not a she, it's a he. Um, he told educators uh, once again that genital mutilation surgery, um, which he very beautifully says gender-affirming care, right? That's what they call child mutilation, gender-affirming care. Uh, He says it's medically necessary, safe and effective for transgender and non-binary youth. He also said that trans identity is a child's superpower. I I want to let that sink in for a second. Being trans is a child's superpower. Uh, I want to throw up here the website that detailed the event. And um, it says, the convening is your opportunity to learn about federal resources and actionable, ready-to-use strategies for creative, creating inclusive educational environments and ensuring non-discrimination to support LGBTQIA plus apostrophe squared students in your school or district. The convening will feature prominent experts from DOE, uh, Justice and Health and Human Services, who will share federal resources, teachers and school leaders who will share concrete and practical tips for you to use in planning for the new school year, and LGBTQIA plus students who will share firsthand what kinds of support enable them to thrive at school. Um, Let's play Levine giving a similar speech because again, like Rachel Levine really wants to trans your kids. I want to remind you of what he, the beautiful Rachel Levine, uh, sounds like on this watch. Gender affirming care is medically necessary, safe and effective for transgender and non-binary youth and adults. Those who attack our LGBTQI plus community are driven by an agenda that has nothing to do with science and medicine. Oh. These are politically and ideologically motivated attacks, again, on trans youth, Mm. and they are contrary to the overwhelming science and evidence. So we all have to stand up. We have to stand up and advocate and take a stand on behalf of those who are being harmed 
in many states across the country. Yeah, so the only one harming uh, the youth are the people who are advocating for them to chop off their body parts yeah. and uh, you know, promoting irreversible damage done by cross-sex hormones and puberty blockers. That would be what I would call harming children. Also, gender-affirming care would be reminding them that if you have a penis, you're a boy, and if you have a vagina, you're a girl. That would be gender-affirming care. You know, to make statements like that from the highest health office of the land in the most powerful country in the world and say it's all about the science and medicine, mm -hmm. you've got to be pretty sure about your science and medicine, right? Like, you, I mean, there's just no question, right? It's just that, that's the way it is. Well, then how come the United Kingdom, Finland, Sweden, Norway, France, just off the top of my head, probably more in Europe, yeah. are all saying uh, we need to step back from this because this is getting out of hand. Yeah. You know, those are usually the countries that Democrats point to and say, we got to model our health. The NHS? we got to uh -huh. do, yep. do what Sweden does. Uh -huh. Right. I mean, the, the science is clearly not clear on this at all. You know, this is the most abhorrent tactic used by the left, and it's an observation I have bas basically for any of their um, ideas for policy is that if we don't get this passed, that's what they say, if we don't get this passed, people will die. die. And they yep. use this when it comes to transgender health care, chopping dudes off and whatnot. Um, if kids don't get these surgeries, it's a name, once again, Dick is a name. <laughs> if these kids don't get these he surgeries, they will die. Yeah. And again, you can extrapolate this to any policy. If we don't uh, solve climate change, people will die. If we don't have police reform, people will die. If we don't take the guns, people will die. If you don't wear a mask, people will die. Uh, and it's most ironic when it comes to abortion. If women can't get abortions, they're going to die. But it's the most bizarre but also emotionally effective tactics that they use is that vote for Democrats or people will die and it sucks when they talk about the transgender children mm -hmm. because you really think I mean we see all these pictures of what transgender procedures actually look like like the phalloplasty where they take all the skin off your arm and they make a fake name um, or, or they put an axe wound inside of you it's terrible it's disgusting and you know these kids and these young adults who go through this and then they look at their bodies they just have immediate disgust. It would be a natural response to seeing your, your own body being mutilated in such a way, but they say, no, this is, this is life-saving. This is absolutely necessary for these children. It's, it's, it's absolutely, yeah, it's, I, I, the tactic is disgusting for, you know, the, just the fear porn, basically, mm -hmm. but incredibly effective on yeah. the most yeah. vulnerable, yeah. on the kids, yes. and that's who they're targeting right now. Whether they're targeting the kids right now because they're, the mo they're going to be the ones most freaked out. They're going to get yeah. the ones most emotional. They tell that crap. Basically, I, I, you got to be an incredibly gullible adult Mm -hmm. to fall for, oh my gosh, if we don't solve climate change in the next two years, the world's going to end. <laughs> like, who believes that? Yeah. Right? You, you, you guys have been telling us that for like 40 years now. And you keep changing it every <laughs> single time. Like, I, okay, at some point, wouldn't they go, okay, wait a minute, shouldn't we take a step back? But if you, you know, indoctrinate people from a very young age on whatever the case, mm -hmm. let's just say transgenderism, then you are more willing to accept their side, their political view for the rest of your oh, life. Yeah. Yep, that's yeah. what it's all about. And yeah. you tell these kids that they become superheroes. All right, you know we yeah. live in such a Marvel saturated yeah. Yeah. land that you tell these kids, "Hey, you'll be a superhero. All you got to do is just do a little snip." That's so, clearly their talking point, though, because I think he actually took that from Corinne Jean Pierre. I think she was the first mm -hmm. one to say that in a White House press conference. Yeah, that's disgusting, especially yeah. when uh, the actual non-manipulated statistics show that you're not 
saving these kids from having mental illness problems, depression, uh, you know, suicidal ideations, going through with committing suicide. Mm -hmm. the, the stats are not with them, and yet the science is whatever they want the science to be, and they just say it, and somehow it is. Um, all right, we've got to take another quick break. We'll be back with more, but want to remind you guys, if you haven't checked out Normal World, it has finally debuted on Blaze TV. Um, you're going to catch really, really great uh, comedic sketches. Um, it's comedian Dave Landau and Quarter Black Garrett. And it's Tuesday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. They're trying to reinvent late night because everybody knows that SNL sucks now. Okay, so make sure that you check out Normal World. It is Tuesday through Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern on YouTube or Blaze TV. The Titan, of course, the Titanic-bound submersible that went missing on Sunday with five people on board, apparently suffered a catastrophic implosion, killing everyone on board. This was confirmed by the United States Coast Guard Rear Admiral John Mauger. Apparently, a remotely operated vehicle found the tail cone of the Titan about 1,600 feet away from the bow of the Titanic shipwreck. Um, so obviously thoughts and prayers going out to uh, the families of uh, these victims. Honestly, maybe this is morbid, but I feel like that's probably the better case scenario because yeah. oxygen would have run out and yeah, they would have oh, suffered would have just a very, like, a very torturous process of suffocating to death. I can't imagine that they like felt much Instant. in this. Yeah, Instant. yeah, it must have been. Yeah, and a catastrophic implosion at that depth, it would have been instant. Yeah. I wouldn't have felt anything. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you have to wonder if there will be lawsuits that are filed against this company for all of the um, seemingly very neglectful, mm -hmm. you know, business company policies that they had. We went through a few of them yesterday mm -hmm. with that, you know, with what was the, the front... Um, the viewpoint? Yeah, plexiglass, whatever whatever mm -hmm. it was, was only, what was it, for 1,000 meters, and they were going to 4,000 meters? Yeah, I believe it was 1,400, so it was only safety certified to go 1,400 meters um, down, and they were going 4,000 meters down, and they wow. didn't want to, yeah, yeah, they didn't want to spend the extra cost to, like, get the safety study done. Look, that's what happened. I mean, they fired one of their best, from what I read, they mm -hmm. fired one of their best uh, submarine operators mm -hmm. because he was calling out what was going on and how uh, it wasn't up to par with safety regulation. And uh, and because he was a 50-year-old white man, you know, they didn't want any of those operating right. anything there. So. I said there, there, was a, there was a video going around Twitter, I think, today, where it showed, it was a, one of their promotional videos or something like that, but it mm -hmm. showed a guy just using a hand ratchet to tighten down some of the bolts on that vehicle. Mm -hmm. okay. Just a hand ratchet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't maybe, like, maybe he pulled out the torque specs later and torque, I, I don't know, but I mean... Yeah, that's probably not how it's usually done for yeah. something like that. I would imagine no. <laughs> Again, I am not an expert. Yeah. Um, but I have to tell you, I would not want to ride in a submersible uh, vehicle that was only hand ratcheted yeah. down. Um, but I also would not be caught at all. Uh, ever in one of like yeah, I have I no interest. Ride, ride one in general. None. I'm scared of the ocean. You know? No, I mean I I'll sco I scuba dive. Oh, cool. Will not get in a submarine yeah. or any sort of submersible vehicle, especially one where um, this one in particular, you're talking about the hand ratcheting and all of the. So there were, I believe, 17 bolts that had to be like undone from the outside by their mothership for them to get leave. In. Right. Get out, which just that in itself. I'm like, nope, yeah. absolutely not. 
No. Well, there was that one scenario that we talked about yesterday. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, generally I'm not doing this, but if the entire crew are the Girls Gone Wild girls, <laughs> and then we're gonna be down there for like eight plus hours, I consider it. I'm oh just saying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the last moments the before the implosion. It's a sad story. It's a sad yeah. story. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. It Don't is. ride submarines. I just well, I, again, I just I, I hope that these families will consider lawsuits because yeah. I, there's there's no. I understand they signed a waiver. I know people Extensive yesterday were waivers. yeah people yeah. people yesterday were like they signed a waiver. Like I get that, but what I'm saying is I don't find it to be reasonable that a company could be like you sign your whole life away, but we're not going to tell you that we didn't take ne- like reasonable steps to ensure your safety. Like, right. I, I just can't imagine that that, that would be legal. Yeah, there, there, there are waivers, and then there's like criminal negligence. Exactly. Yeah. So Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so quick update on uh, Anthony Fauci. Apparently, Senator Rand Paul is demanding answers as to Dr. Fauci's employment status from HHS Secretary Javier Becerra. He is apparently not convinced that uh, Fauci actually stepped down like he said he would in December, and he posed a couple of different questions for uh, the Biden administration that he is asking for them to answer by June 30th. This says, is Dr. Fauci currently employed by or formally affiliated in any way with HHS, NIH, or any other federal agency? If so, please describe the nature of his work. Does he currently have the ability to access non-public areas of HHS, NIH, and NIAID, or any other federal agency building? Does Dr. Fauci currently maintain an office within HHS, NIH, NIAID, or any other federal agency? Is he currently receiving any legal representation from any of those government agencies? And is he currently receiving a protective detail or security services funded by the United States. You got to wonder what Rand Paul knows here, what he's been tipped off to, to ask these types of questions. Yeah, for sure. I don't know, man. All I know is Fauci needs to be arrested. Fauci needs to be, I'm not going to say put down, but Fauci needs to be uh, locked in a hole and the key needs to be thrown away, right? I mean, one of the most evil people who has ever held power over the American yes, yes, population. Uh, yes. Um, I would say if he went to prison for the rest of his life, that would be a kind yeah. sentence for all of what he has done to the country. With our strong opinions on this, and I think we're all pretty much in agreement here, why? You would think that would be a consensus, right? You would think that a lot of, a lot of people, even in Washington, D.C., would feel like this. Why is Rand Paul the only one that's willing to take him to the mattresses like this. He's the only guy. one. I mean, he is. is he the only one that has the balls to try? I mean, he, I, I mean, like I said, this is this is consensus. So you would think that like, like our senators would, would be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, not John Cornyn. <laughs> he, no, definitely not him. He don't, he don't count. But Ted Cruz, where are you at? You know, why don't you come with that much fire? On Ted Fauci? Cruz is busy dunking on Uganda for being homophobic. That's what, that's what he's focused on right <laughs> that's now. That's a great okay. point. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be right back. That was such an odd. All right, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are apparently going to participate in a cage fight. I'm told (laughs) it will not be to the death. Uh, but yes, but apparently uh, UFC's Dana White has confirmed he spoke with both <laughs> gentlemen and this is a real thing that is going to happen. Twitter versus Facebook, well, Twitter versus Meta, yeah. uh, which is of course Facebook and Instagram 
in the cage match. And I just want to know who you guys have because Mark Zuckerberg does look very small. But he has apparently been engaging in MMA training for the last couple of years. Jiu-Jitsu. He's only a white belt. Look, oh, okay, well, I didn't know. Look, I mean, if you're rich, like Jake Paul, take Jake Paul, all right? He doesn't have to work. He just makes stupid videos. I mean, that's the first thing I would do. I would just train to become, like, the best fighter in the world if I had all the time in my hands. And if that's what Zuck is doing, I mean, look, if he's actually, if he gets good at Jiu-Jitsu, it's not out of the question that he could easily take down someone like Elon Musk, who's much bigger, much stronger than he is. But, I mean, we'll see. I don't know what Elon's been up to. But the size alone will not save him. I will say that there's no way their insurance guys will let them (laughs) go in there with just... I I bet that they don't let them... Okay, if if it's MMA-style gloves, Mm. then I think Zuckerberg will probably win because he's got the jujitsu on him. Mm -hmm. But if it's how I think it'll be, they'll have these huge head coverings. Mm. They'll have big gloves. And then Elon Musk will win because he's 6'2". I think, what, Zuckerberg's like 5'6"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huge. There's a huge disparity, but like I said, you know, if it gets down to jujitsu, very possible that the Zuck could come out yeah. on top. I don't want to see that happen. I don't want to win. It depends on the gear. It depends on the gear that they have to for wear. Sure, well, sure. I'm rooting for Elon. I I just don't I don't get the appeal of watching guys beat. Oh, dude, it's the best thing in the world. It it's is the so best. Awesome. What are you talking about? You know what's even better is guys beat like actually being one of the guys who's beating. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It's like exhilarating. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.